0: Time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant Glenn Mosseller. Welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller. He is a registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road. You can find us online by going to greensbororetirement.com. Glenn offers educational workshops and courses throughout Greensboro and the surrounding areas, and he's here to educate us each and every week on the podcast. Glenn, thanks for joining us again this week. How you been, sir? Doing well, Walter. hope you are. Yeah, doing really well. Looking forward to our conversation on today's show. We're going to dive into the often missed details, those pesky little details, when it comes to planning for retirement. Are you overlooking any of these little items? That should be the question kind of bouncing back and forth, ping-ponging between the uh, two sides of your head today as we go through the program. And so we're going to lay out a couple of Points for you. We've got, in fact, five key missed details that are frequently overlooked by folks. So see if you can identify with these. And Glenn, the first one on our list is, will you need to support your parents or kids later on? Something that's becoming quite common these days, right?
1: Well, yeah, you're exactly right, Walter. I mean, that's kind of become termed as the uh, sandwich generation, right? Where you're kind of sandwiched in between where folks are tending to need to support their kids a little bit later in life than maybe what was done in the past. And then, of course, you know, we have the aging population and, uh, you know, you have your parents are living longer and longer. And so it's creating a scenario where... The people you care about that you want to make sure are okay, you know, you you've got to think a little bit beyond, you know, just your own retirement and how everything is going to you know, fit together. And actually, when you come, to, you know, it comes to life in day to day living, and um, you know what you're going to need to do and and want to do to make everything work and have it be the the type of life that you want to have, and you know, and manage everything that you're going to need to manage through all of that, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. What are some of the complications when you kind of get that extra burden on your shoulders?
1: Well, I mean, there are things, Walter, that come up. I mean, obviously, it's just unexpected surprises sometimes. And and it may be not completely unexpected, you know, because you're expecting the unexpected, so to speak. You know, I mean, you know that, hey, there's going to be some things happen, but you're not sure exactly what might happen. Or maybe you're pretty sure, well, this is probably going to happen, but you don't really know when. For instance, like if you know that an older parent is beginning to have some health issues, well, I mean, those kind of things can come on all of the sudden or they could possibly, you know, not come on as quickly as you thought might have thought right? Or, you know, maybe, you know, something happens with, you know, your kids and, you know, you think, okay, well, everything's kind of going along well. And then suddenly maybe they lose their job or, you know, or something happens with their relationship or their marriage. And, you know, suddenly, you know, maybe there's a need to maybe help out with, if you're living close by, maybe helping out with the grandkids and, you know, and picking them up from school or possibly babysitting a little bit more often. So there's a variety of different things that can pop up in life that you want to, you know, help and be a part of. And yet at the same time, it's like, all of a sudden it it kind of is causing you to change your lifestyle. And you want to have the things that you want for you, but you also want to help, and and so it, it's kind of challenging. You know, I hear this, you know, from folks coming in, you know, from time to time, and it's not really complaints. It's just that, wow, I really wasn't expecting this, or I wasn't expecting this now, or or this is a little different than you know I, I kind of thought this was going to happen, but the reality is a little different than what I was anticipating. And so those are the kind of things that you really just have to begin to kind of take a step back and just be open to the idea that you're going to have to be a little bit more flexible. Because, you know, there's a little bit of the unknown. And even if you like I say, even if you kind of are anticipating that some of these things are going to happen, you're not sure exactly how they're going to manifest themselves and how they're going to really be and what you're going to have to do with on a a day to day basis to kind of make everything work.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. And uh, saying that comes to mind something about, you know, best laid plans, what happens to those often, you know, I think we can kind of fill in the rest of that idea and that mentality. And sometimes that happens when those uh, other generations need our support and need to move in with this later on in life. And it's happening more and more to retirees these days. So it's something to make sure that's covered in your planning, if you think that that may be a need. And even if you don't think it's going to be a need, it's something to at least discuss with your financial advisor. I think another little misconception, detail we often see, Glenn, is how your family feels about quitting your job. So, you may be gung-ho and ready to be retired, <laughs> but what about everybody else, right? Right. I
1: mean, that can be the case. And of course, anytime you, you know, make a shift like that, it, it, there's a lot of impact, but particularly with your spouse, and it could be with other folks too. But you want to make sure that you are doing you know, significant planning in that regard and not just the financial part. It's the, you know, okay, what is the day-to-day life going to be? For instance, if you're, you're going to be retiring and you're going to come home and you're not, maybe you're planning on, you're just going to be home, you know, for now. And you, you might decide to have your, your retirement kind of evolve. Maybe you're going to end up doing some hobbies or maybe some volunteer work or possibly, you know, maybe do some sort of a part-time thing. But, you know, at first you may be saying, hey, I'm going to, you know, go home now and, and just kind of relax for a while and kind of begin to enjoy retirement. And that's a big shift, particularly if you're coming home and your spouse is already there, (laughs) you know, and they're used to being there in the house and taking care of things and they're kind of doing their own routine. And now you're there and it's a good thing. At the same time, neither one of you are used to the idea of being together so much. And you obviously love each other and you want to spend the time with one another, but the dynamics are different and sometimes it becomes a little bit challenging because, you know, one person has this idea about what, you know, what we're going to do on a day-to-day basis. and Another person has another thing in mind. And so it becomes a bit of a challenge. And so you want to prepare for that, have those conversations and begin to think about and plan for. And I can't emphasize enough to really have good communications before you actually take that leap and do that. Because, you know, the last thing you want to do is just be completely a big surprise about how day-to-day life is. and, And you didn't have those conversations and suddenly there's Frustration. I mean, the last thing you want to do is have frustration at the beginning of your retirement. You want to really enjoy it, you know, and you really need to have those conversations because I've heard too many times where it's like, you know, golly, you know, I just didn't expect this. And so now, you know, this happened and that happened. I've had a number of cases, even my parents, my mother ended up, you know, after a few months, she decided she was going to go volunteer. I mean, she loved my father and she wanted to, you know, to see him. But yeah, they spent, you know, decades where, you know, he would come home at, you know, later on in the day versus being... Being there you know all day long and so it was like okay well we want to create some sort of a routine that you know that is fun and enjoyable and as and, and you can enjoy each other's company rather than you know sometimes if you're together 24 7 there's a possibility of kind of getting on each other's nerves
0: yeah it's a great point how a little bit of conversation counts is solid planning and it can help you prep for something like that just make sure you're communicating on those kinds of things. That emotional side often comes up in our conversations here on the podcast, and that's another great example of it. Is your whole family ready for you to have more time on your hands? And the broader conversation of how you're going to use that time, certainly. Another missed detail, Glenn, is when you start thinking about and asking yourself, you know, am I retiring from my job or retiring to something else? And that's part of that broader conversation, isn't it?
1: Well, it is, Walter. Retirement has really, uh, it's evolved a lot. I mean, uh, you know, like generations ago, it was, you know, virtually everybody had a pension, right? And you had social security and maybe some savings. And it's kind of anticipated that it's like, that's what retirement was going to be like. And there wasn't a whole lot of decisions to be made about, you know, the finances or, or much of anything. It was just, you know, and the life expectancy was shorter. So it was pretty much you know, kind of a known quantity. And, and life was simpler and slower back then. And, it was relatively easy. But today, you know, I mean, the vast majority of people are having to you know, utilize their 401ks or whatever they've used to maybe IRAs and different retirement vehicles that they've saved into. And they're, they're having to kind of create some of their own pension and create their own income and their life expectancy is going to be longer. And, you know, life has you know, got you know, more things you know involved with it. And there's a lot of times where I see folks that they're what they're looking to do is possibly retire from this job and then possibly do something else, maybe like a part time job to kind of just keep themselves active. They don't have a need for as much income as they once did, but they want to have some income for at least for a few years. Or, you know, they they might just like, you know, transition from the career that they were doing, you know, and working for another company. And now they're going to maybe do some consulting work with the skill set that they've developed over time and maybe do that for a few years. And and so, you you know, there's all kinds of different ways to retire or transition or semi retire and then fully retire. And like I say I mean there's many 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 different scenarios there that different people can play out and you know I would encourage folks to be really begin to think about it with you know some extra time I mean think about it you know several years in advance rather than it's just the kind of you arrive it's like oh it's time to retire which you know you, it sounds kind of funny but a lot of people do that it's like it's very easy to kind of put those thoughts and those conversations on the back burner as you're living your day-to-day life and going to work and doing all the things that you have to do and then it's like oh well I've been thinking that hey I was going to retire at such and such an age and kind of I'm, I'm arriving there and so now sometimes those decisions and things kind of get rushed or not fully thought out and so I encourage folks as you're approaching that and you start thinking about not only the finances about how are you going to have your your income and your income planning but you know your day-to-day life and you know and how are you' going to make that transition you know at home as well as cash flow, you know and sometimes it's like you're going to have outside activities maybe a part-time job or some sort of a you know your own business where you're you know, maybe you you don't necessarily need as much income, but you want to keep yourself active. You know, I mean, a lot of people, you know, thinking about, you know, 62 or 65 or 66 about retiring, but there's a lot of people who still want to stay active and don't don't want to just stop everything. They want to, you know, be involved with the community and activity and keep their mind going. And so that's something that, that is becoming more and more, you know, normal. And so, you know, just open yourself up to the possibility of thinking of what you might want to do and transition because you're you're likely going to live longer than your parents did and you're going to have more active years.
0: We're talking again about the little missed details. So we're not talking about some of the most common mistakes overall. When it comes to financial planning, we've got plenty of shows saved for those conversations. Today we're talking about some of the small things that you need to make sure that you're doing as well. Often the little details end up being the most important things. And that's really evident in our next point, uh, our next bullet point here, Glenn. And that's ask yourself if you're prepared to handle their infrequent but sometimes major purchases, you know, we do spend a lot of time focusing on the budget and sort of that day to day. How do we make sure we meet our living expenses budget in retirement? But what about considering that the, we might still have really big things that pop up on the ledger, you know, in the 10, 20, 30 or more years of retirement that we're going to have?
1: Sure. I mean, the, the common thing that comes to come to mind is, you know, you know might have a car that you might need to buy at some point or maybe you need a new roof on the house or maybe, you know, the, you know, washer, dryer or the refrigerator or those kinds of things that are, you know, they're not necessarily, you know, just tremendously big, big purchases, but they're outside the norm. Like you say, I mean, they're not going to be normally paid for by your just your regular monthly cash flow. Right. And so, you know, you want to do the best you can to kind of anticipate that before you retire and as you're in retirement, you just kind of take inventory. It's like, okay, well, what are the things that might need to be replaced or we might need to deal with at some point? And you can kind of start giving yourself a, a little bit of a time frame and saying, okay, well, this is likely going to wear out at such and such a time, you know, and maybe I should start to budget for that a little bit in terms of, you know, just kind of setting a little bit of money aside, you know, each month, you know, to kind of create that, that little emergency fund. Maybe you know that, hey, there's going to be a few more things come up in the next couple of years, and that emergency fund is a little bit bigger. As you know that those things are going to come about, then you maybe use that a little bit. Then kind of keep replenishing that for the things that are necessary. Then there's also, you know, there's ways of dealing with those things as well, because, you know, in different ways, because sometimes when you're retiring, you know, you might end up deciding, you know, hey, we're going to change our lifestyle a little bit. We might want to, you know, move closer to the kids or possibly, you know, downsize or change to a different type of location with a house. So some of those expenses might end up, you know, not really occurring for a while because you may end up moving to a different house or a new house that already has some of those things that are newer so it's just really going to depend upon your situation not everybody's scenario is going to be exactly the same but you want to do is just do a self-assessment and kind of look at well where am I? And what are the likely things going to happen for me and my family and my spouse? And and it's not just something to just mull over in your own head. But, you, you know, if you, obviously, if you have a, a spouse or a significant other that you want to really, you know, you want to have those conversations. Well, you know, what do you think about this? You know, you know, it's like if this was to break down, you know, what would you want to do? And you might be thinking about, well, what kind of car do you want to buy next? Or, you know, if this washer dryer goes out, maybe we should start going out there and looking at things like that and see how much they cost and see what kind of features we would want to have rather than being in a reaction mode it's like you know just kind of go out and kind of look around and see you know how much is that really going to cost because a lot of times folks get surprised when they go to the store because they haven't bought some of those things in you know maybe 10 or 15 years and maybe the cost is a little different than what they thought it was going to be and maybe they, they you know they have features on some of these things that they didn't realize that they could have and and kind of makes it make life a little easier so there's a lot of things there to consider And the good news is, is as you move into retirement, you have extra time that you can, you know, you can allocate to that and do a little bit of planning. And like I say, you want to be kind of in a mode where you're anticipating rather than reacting.
0: Well, we talked at the beginning of the episode today, Glenn, about needing to support the family, and we specifically focused on the kids and also maybe our parents moving back in with us in our retirement years or just general need of supporting that you know extension of your family. What about the one closest to you to end the podcast today? Do people really overlook this detail because it seems like such an important one? My guess is it's because it's not fun to talk about, not fun to think about as well. What happens to the income plan at the death of the first spouse?
1: Well, that's right, Walter. I mean, that's something that really needs to be considered. And like you say, a lot of folks don't really think it all the way through. And, you know, the obvious thing that comes to mind is, well, okay, if both people are receiving Social Security, well, the smaller of the two Social Securities is going to stop, right? And you're going to keep the larger of the two as the survivor benefit. You know, if you have a pension, Uh, If there's a pension coming into the household, you know, maybe one, maybe two, or maybe none, right? But to be, we need to realize that, that sometimes, you know, a pension might just completely disappear or possibly get cut in half. And that's going to be something to consider. The other thing that's, that is really kind of overlooked by a lot of people. I mean, sometimes it's like, okay, I anticipate the social security thing and the pension thing. We've talked about that, but a lot of times folks don't think about what's going to happen in terms of how they file their taxes. And what I mean by that is that if you go from filing married, you know, married filing jointly to filing a single tax return, what's going to end up happening is that you're going to end up your tax brackets are going to be cut in half. And so, you know, potentially you're getting into that next tax bracket twice as fast. And so, you know, you might have a drop in Social Security income or possibly pension income. But if you have money coming in from, say, for instance, from IRAs or like required minimum distributions from your IRAs, well, those distributions are going to stay the same. And so oftentimes what ends up happening is that maybe you lose a little bit of income in one or two places, but the other income stays the same. And with the tax bracket shifting, you could actually have a scenario where you have less income, but your tax liability is the same or, or greater than what it was before. And so that can really be a big challenge for folks. And uh, That's something that you really want to plan for and, you know, anticipate and make sure that it's like, well, you kind of run the scenarios. Well, what happens if this happens, what's the tax picture going to look like? And am I going to have enough cash flow and make things you know work right and have the lifestyle that we want to have? And, you know, like I say, that's very common that folks leave that little piece out and it's very, very important.
0: All of these things end up being important, just because the word little detail is in the title doesn't mean that it lacks in importance. Sometimes these little missed details can have big consequences, and I think we illustrated that a couple of different ways on today's show. So were you thinking throughout the program if you are overlooking any of these particular items? If so, it means that you might not have as thorough of a financial plan in place as you might have thought and might be a good idea to reach out to somebody like Glenn Mosseller, a financial advisor, and talk about your situation. Make sure that you have a plan that's built to last as long as you do and takes into account All of these different little factors and details. If you want to get in touch with Glenn and ask him some of your questions and go over some of the things that maybe piqued your interest on today's show, you can give him a call at 336-291-3535. Again, here in the Greensboro area. That number to call is three three six two nine one thirty five thirty five. You can also find Glenn online at GreensboroRetirement dot com. That's GreensboroRetirement dot com. Click on free consultation at the bottom of the page, and you can schedule a time to meet from your smartphone or computer right there. Again, just look for free consultation at the bottom of Greensboro Retirement. Glenn, thanks so much for taking some time to join us on the program this week, and we'll look forward to having another chat next time around.
1: Sounds good, Walter. Take care.
0: For Glenn Mosseller, I'm Walter Storhold. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time on the Retirement Roadmap.